2: Hey, 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 welcome back. Welcome back. It's been uh, <laughs> t- two years since uh, since we got things going, but we are back. Two years? I think so. There was uh, pandemics and fires and uh, all sorts of hell broke loose. I think 2018 was the last time uh, those recordings went that to- I could be wrong. Could have been 2019, but either way, it is now 2021. Mm, yeah. Clock it. Officially 2021.
1: It was the great relationship crisis of 2018. It was. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think in the last podcast you were actually talking about your dishwashing uh, at your uh, roommate's place. My roommate.
1: Yeah. My ex-girlfriend's parents.
2: (laughs) Yeah. So it's been a minute. I mean, there's a lot (laughs) we've missed. Yeah. I don't know that we should touch on all of it. Uh, Somebody... (laughs) It's been a hell of a year for the whole world.
1: Yeah, I'm retired. It's good.
2: Yeah, that changed too.
1: I'm retired now. It's not bad at 31 to live the retired dream.
2: Yeah, I mean, most people do it with money, but, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It is what it is.
1: Yeah. You know, I feel like the the benefits of the it's the same. Unemployment and getting your retirement, it's the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, su- no di- I suppose there's no difference. I mean, you're just getting money from the government and not doing anything with your life. That's fair,
2: or doing whatever you want with your life. I guess is a better way to put it. I mean, you can do either one. It's it sounds like you settled on one. <laughs> I've but. settled on
1: I've settled on that one for sure.
2: Well, shit. What's new? This is featuring Jeff Goldblum. I'm uh, I'm Tyler Armstrong. I'm the oh. eldest brother of the group. <sighs> I'm Austin Armstrong. I'm the youngest brother of the group. As far as the math goes, that works out. Yeah. Uh, it's been a good long time, but we're happy to be back with you guys now. Uh, we're just going to jump right... I guess, first and foremost, oh, yeah. I, I feel like... I didn't know we had an agenda. Okay. I just... I feel like you should know. In the two years since we've been gone, we know that Jeff did Thor Ragnarok.
1: Yeah costume design on that was
2: amazing. Beautiful. Amazing. The teal little stripes, the whole thing was very Jeff. The makeup, though, I think is what made it. Which, I don't know that he doesn't normally do that, but... True. As of late... They could be tattoos. Oh, God, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> could be. As of late, Jeff, uh, Jeff is now part of Apartments.com. Yes, these commercials are phenomenal. They are something... They're definitely something, Uh, and he plays a character, not himself, in these, which is new. What's his title? His title... Or character name. His title and character name, both, really, is... Supposedly is playing the character which is the CEO of apartments.com named Brad Bellflower.
1: Brad Bellflower.
2: Supposedly he chose this name himself. Of course he did. They wanted Jeff Goldblum to go on apartments.com as Jeff Goldblum, you know, do the do the whole sales ad thing. He decided himself to he write himself. He slowly brought his
1: hand with his thumb and his index finger up to his lips and told them exactly what was going to happen.
2: So now he's Brad <laughs> Bellflower. Uh there's lots of Google uh, questions. Asking who is Brad Bellflower? Why does he look like Jeff Goldblum? He's Jeff Goldblum, uh, playing the inventor of the apartment internet, his creative strategy to sell apartments.com. Uh, he's also gotten a famed director, Taiki Watiti, involved, who is the director of Thor Ragnarok. He is now also directing these commercials for Jeff Goldblum, oddly enough. And oh, yeah. it is pretty buck wild. Wow, uh, they've done quite a few now. They evenly have a new it fact looks like page. A movie, yeah, no, they're they're like dumping money <coughs> into creating these thirty second commercials where Jeff Goldblum basically just plays himself with space powers. It seems like, well, sorry, Brad Bellflower plays himself. They do facts frequently asked apartment questions. They have like 30 to 40 new social campaigns going out, all featuring Jeff Goldblum, all just going buck wild. One of which is Jeff interrupting some guy uh, seemingly trying to propose to his girlfriend. Oh, He comes in to talk about their apartment <clears throat> instead. Uh, yeah, they're they've just gone... Off the wall with their little, uh, their little routine.
1: Well, good for him reaching new outlets, huh? That's, I mean, what's are we gonna? What would be his
2: next move? Jurassic Park in some other planet? Six? I mean, I think he's <laughs> in the new one. I think that is something that's coming up too. Jurassic Park uh, is putting out whatever. Now they're Jurassic World. They're not a park anymore. They like bought a planet. It mm-hmm. sounds like yeah, smart. So now. Chris Pratt and Jeff Goldblum are married, or something, in that one, and and
1: I mean, imagine if dinosaurs started spreading like the coronavirus. <laughs>
2: <Jesus>. <laughs> well, we got enough problems, yeah. So I don't, I don't know that we need to. Uh...
1: Could be good for the Earth, though. Yeah. Well, could be good for the Earth. So besides that, with Jeff, uh, you know, honestly, we created this podcast with this name and I knew nothing about the guy besides the fact that he's taken some funny pictures and been in Jurassic Park so it's it's uh it's been interesting for me to research a little bit about him meaning five minutes before we start this yeah what what what's uh what'd you learn uh I was actually gonna ask you because I didn't do
2: it oh well <laughs> oh, you learned nothing yeah I was oh, gonna that's good. I was
1: I'm curious how the music career though is Going now.
2: The music career. So, um, turns out he's a pianist. He's not, you know, necessarily the best pianist, but he is a, he is a good enough pianist to do jazz piano.
1: He plays jazz actually. piano
2: every Wednesday night in LA at this club. Uh, he meets everybody, <laughs> according to what I've read. He not only meets every single person in the audience before he plays, like goes around and actively shakes everyone's hand and talks to them, but every time, say, you know, introduce yourself to me.
1: Hi, I'm Jeff Goldblum.
2: No, 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 but you're Austin this time. That was good. <laughs> I like where you're going with that, but this, I'll be Jeff in this one. So. Okay. Hey, Jeff, I'm Austin. Oh, of course. Of course you are. Every single time. As though he already knows you. And you're famous enough to be known. This is just how he greets Does people. Does he, though? And he's really into hands. So he was recently on, uh, I don't know, recently is the right word. It was probably, you know, pre, pre-COVID. So whenever that was. This, we're two years late on this podcast, so it's recently yeah. in, in our mind. But he was on, uh, I think it was Colbert or something like that, and he was looking at his cuticles on his hand and one day, noticing little... Uh, idiosyncrasies with uh, Stephen Colbert's fingers and talking about how much he likes hands sexually and otherwise. Wow. wow. And somehow when he says it is charming, anybody else I mean, if you told me you liked hands and started touching my hands, I'd be really creeped out. But when Jeff Goldblum does it for whatever reason, you know, hell, you get away with it all. Uh, so
1: I've got <clears throat> a little bit to add. Great. Um, internet here in the hills is not the best. The hill, I was just saying the hills. So, oh, my phone's ringing. Oh, we have
2: a we have a guest.
1: Uh, hello. Hello. Oh, hello. Who's this? Uh,
3: this is Matthew. Matthew, what? Gorski. Oh, hello, Hi, Matthew, Matthew Gorski. Thanks for calling in. Oh my god, I'm on the phone.
1: He's on the line. Uh, so Matthew Gorski is a aspiring sex food book author
2: chef. Huh. You know, I knew you cooked, but the, tell us more about sex food, Gorski. Sex what? food is funny
1: because he's writing it with his father, so. Wow,
2: that's, that's a good relationship. It's kind
1: of awkward to share stories, but.
2: Well, you know, shoot. <laughs> Let's hear it, Matthew Gorski. it all come out in the book.
1: Ah, uh, so uh,
3: we're, we're going to write a book on uh, how to cook a significant partner dinner and then how to cook them breakfast the next morning.
2: Oh, I like that. So you're kind of conning them into staying the night. Yeah. Good. Good. Uh, now,
3: but so with sexy food.
2: Now, so what, what constitutes sexy food per se versus like the eggs and bacon, bananas,
1: eggplants, anything that looks like a vagina—that's a fruit and a vegetable. I mean,
2: eggplants <laughs> oh, and bananas visually, look like they, a penis, not right?
1: Not aesthetically a sex object. More so, food that's. I mean, how sexy. do you how do
0: you impress
3: somebody? Who didn't know that you knew how to
1: cook. Put glitter on the food.
2: That's one way. That could be something. Or gold. Um, People do gold, One
1: question I have for you, Gorski, is are you going to be, like, you know how you pair wine with food? Are you going to be pairing people with food? So you're actually going to make a dish that's for, specifically geared towards this person's persona? I'll give you some attributes, you know, tall... Purple eyes, alligator skin, whatever, and you tell
2: me what well, it a tall like purple-eyed she's like fish. Ali- that was. My thought too it was a fish, but could you give us, you know, how would you prepare that? Because I mean, would you just go well, get a I fish? Mean,
3: probably some like you know some catfish.
2: Mm. Oh Gorski, there's someone
1: here who wants to talk to you. I mean,
3: it sounds like you're describing an alligator.
1: Yeah, Gorski, <laughs> there's someone here who needs who wants to weigh, who wants to weigh in. I think you'll remember. Let's see if we can get him over here. Oh, here he comes! That over that <laughs> Now, no, no, that big girl in the bay, Hmm. I believe what Creole Carl is trying to say that down there in the bayou, the big girl liked the gator bite.
2: Creole Carl, that yeah, you just busted right into my house. Get out, the there, trouble, out there! fish off, bite
1: all down there. Don't trouble hook that little gator. Big day. <laughs> Mr. Gokate, okay. Mr. Gokate, Who do you want in your tough book?
3: We're writing the book.
1: Okay. <laughs> I got to get back down the water, Mr. Gorky, and i talk to you.
3: Nice talk to you, too. All right. You say Not, bye-bye nice now. Nice talk
2: you, krio You say hi you you that
1: pretty mama, you're a Oh, i say, I say, say hello to you. Okay. I don't understand that, but that's okay.
2: <laughs> I like it when he talks more like Creole Carl. Creole Carl can't understand. All right, Carl. See you later. Bye, Carl. Thank you. I fucking hate that guy. I mean, I didn't know you invited <laughs> him over. I hate
1: that guy. He always just shows up. Anytime there's a boat Is he still too,
2: standing in the corner? I
1: think he, is, he is. <laughs> I
2: think
1: he actually just went to the bathroom. <sighs> oh, Jesus. All oh, right, he'll be here
2: for a couple days. Yeah, that'll be a cleanup. Uh,
1: so, Matt, yeah, great. How's, uh, I heard through the grapevine that you're heading out to the hills. The hills? Is that a show on NBC? No, no, no. That's our mystery place that we do this live show, feed from. Oh. I, might, I might think it's like Beverly Hills
2: or something. I got it. That's yeah. I'm, I'm coming out to the thing. hills. There's like somewhere in the
1: woods. Like, well, we could say the valley, but people would think we're like talking no, about Madera. No, I no, <laughs> like this better. Shit, Good thing they can't hear this. Yeah. The hills. Will be good. Uh, yeah, the hills. You're heading out to the hills to come see us? I'm coming out to the hills to come see you. So, Gorski,
2: I have a little bit of true or false for you. Oh, we have to play a true or false game. Mm -hmm. Wait, do you have like a, do you have intro music for your true or false game? We do, remember?
1: Yeah, here it comes. Hold on. Uh, Let me get lined up here. Okay, so we're going to ask you one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe 10 questions about Jeff Goldblum that I, you know, they're questions that you don't have to be factual about his life to answer properly.
2: This segment's called right. Give Me the True True on Jeff GoBlue. Here it comes. All tell right. me the true true.
1: On Jeff Blue Blue. All right, first contestant, Matthew
2: Gorski. I'm excited. I'm excited. Hey, Matt,
1: are you excited? Are you excited too? I'm excited. All right. Perfect. All right, so Woo! the way the game works, I'm going to ask you a question. You answer it.
2: I'll tell you if you're wrong. Or, or, or right, yeah. also, right?
1: Yeah. I'll, uh, yeah. I guess I should do that.
2: Yeah. It would be nice.
1: I just, yeah. You know, yeah. I just don't want to give myself too many things to do. That feel you. Uh, <laughs> okay. Gorski, are you prepared? I'm prepared. Uh, question number one yeah. Jeff Goldblum tried to hire a prostitute at the age of 13. God, some catcher in the rye shit.
3: True.
1: Is it true false. True false. True false. Yes, I should explain that part too. No, we want the stripper's name. It's true. <laughs> That's true. Do we have a little tone we could play for him?
2: Uh, a true
1: tone, like ding ding ding, something. Of the yeah, sort. I,
2: I got something like that. Yeah. Here, here we go. Uh...
1: Good job. You Gorsky. got it. You nailed it. Woo! Um. Okay, Gorski. Question two. Jeff Goldblum sold pencils to prisoners. Pencils to prisoners. Wait, like, did they have uh, money? Well, he probably traded cigarettes or something. Wait, was he in jail too? Maybe he got, like, they gave him pictures of his hand or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. I Well, I wouldn't doubt it if he's gone to jail. Probably like a drunken public, but I don't know why he would bring
2: a pack of pencils in there with
1: him. <laughs> oh, Gorski, yeah. True, I'm going to say fault.
2: That one's true. Also true. So, uh, sorry, Gorski, that one. Yeah, yeah. And get that one right. Are you going to, are you just going to keep reading true facts and everyone's going to be true? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you should t- tip a lie in there once Okay, in a while. I will. I will. Question three. Here we go. Uh, let's see. Ooh. Pro tip Gorski. He's just like looking up true facts. So true is probably right. I'm going to, if he, if he lies about it, it's, you know, is this some sneaky shit? I'm just giving you a heads up. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. Yeah. Jeff Goldblum traveled
1: to, we're going to call it The Hills, in 1979 to pursue a role as a turtle.
2: Like a ninja turtle or like a normal turtle? It just says there's
1: a movie called The Turtle, and he was going to be the main character called The Turtle. Or Mr. Turtle. I'm going to say true. That's false. That one came off the top of my oh,
2: head. Oh, sorry. Right after I told you he's reading. Yeah. So you're, you're two for two, Gorski, right now. Uh, Was it ten? How many did you say there are? I don't know. Til, till I get bored. Arbitrary number. So far, you're two for two, which means the next one's going to take it home. It's all or nothing. This is it. <laughs> breathe deep. Um, breathe in. Don't do this on a podcast. Breathe out. <sighs> I hate hearing breath on a podcast. Yeah, it's... It's the worst. A little
1: bad, but it's okay. Uh <clears throat> Ooh. Let's let's do that one. That one's good because it's could be true or untrue.
2: This hmm. is for this is for all the bacon. Or <laughs> all of the bacon. Veggie bacon or whatever you eat. <laughs> you Sorry. The hang of this. Our studio <laughs> our
1: studio audience is getting a little weird. Chill. Yeah, it's okay. Uh it's okay. Stop. Uh Gorski. Question four, three? Five. Five? We're doing we five questions.
2: Gorsky, can you read back the questions we gave you real quick? Question one was something about prostitutes. prostitutes. Pencils.
1: I'm There's... one for two. No, the third was about the hills. Oh, so this, this will be is number four. Is okay. Number four. So
2: we'll give you five just in case you blow this one.
1: Okay. Um yeah, we'll do we'll do a really We'll do a really interesting one here. Jeff Goldblum used to write affirmations in the shower. I mean, don't we all?
3: (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go true.
1: Totally true, Gorski. Congratulations.
2: Wow. Totally true.
1: That's good. That's good.
2: Nailed it. All right. You're two for two. This is now the kicker. I lied last time. This one's for all the... Oysters, I guess. Um, okay. This one is not true or false.
1: Actually, I could make it true or false. Because otherwise it would be really different. Are you playing a true or false <laughs> game in which the last question is neither true nor false? <laughs>
2: I'm not sure
1: how that works. I said that completely wrong. Gorski. Forget all that. What is
2: Jeff Goldblum's middle name? Is it... A, so this is multiple choice, not <laughs> true or false. Yeah,
1: I decided to go multiple choice,
2: unless his name is yeah, yes it's, or no, because he's two
1: for two, so it's kind of like a or bonus true or round. False. Okay, <laughs> bonus
2: round, it's fine, it's a bonus <laughs> round.
1: Uh, is Jeff Goldblum's middle name a Lynn L Y N N, B Douglas, or C Gary, like you? Wait, your middle name's Gary, yeah, Matthew Gary Gorski. Wow, MGG. Mm -hmm. Gary. And also when he gets drunk, that's who he turns into, is Gary. (laughs) Can
3: you repeat repeat the... uh, The options? Yes, uh, of course.
1: Uh, A is Lynn. B is Douglas. And C is Gary.
3: I'm going to go B.
2: C? No, B. B B, B. B, as in Douglas. (laughs) Douglas. Jeff Douglas Goldblum. Mm,
1: well, let's see. Let's look at what the survey says. Survey says? Ooh. Answer A, Gorski. Answer A. His middle name is Lynn. Uh, Jeff Lynn Goldblum. Oh. Yikes. Better well, luck next time. Yeah, I well, mean. Gorsky, what's your Gorski, uh, what's your ETA on getting to the hills
2: here? 52
1: minutes. 52 minutes. All right. Nice talking to you.
2: Let's cut right. him right out. All right.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a great. Well, time. that was fun plugging your phone into Bluetooth. You know, just test some uh, natural callers. It's like being live. Well, it it's it's live. It's live, right now. Oh, it is. I mean, while we're doing it. I was when other people hear it, not live anymore. Just keep
1: talking. I got a couple of texts. i gonna take. Care of.
2: <laughs> okay. 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 You know what? Fine. Uh, let's let's just go into other news. Yeah. So thing i saw on amazon that was kind of fun uh people can now purchase a real-sized animal giraffe a stuffed animal giraffe real what is real hansa toys has put out a life-size giraffe stuffed animal this thing is life-size meaning it's about 98 inches People are pissed. They were expecting a 180 to 240 inch giraffe. It's 8.16 feet tall. You're pretty good. However You're, good. You're hell, right on.
1: However that works.
2: So it's a 8 foot giraffe Jesus, wow. that you can buy. People are actually upset about this because they wanted a 20 foot giraffe <laughs> stuffed animal. I don't know like what the fuck they're kids are going to do with a 20-foot giraffe. See, but
1: that could work. A 20-foot giraffe could work if you send it kind of Build-A-Bear style, stuff it yourself.
2: Yeah, supposedly it comes in a box, though, like ready to go. And actually, there's, it gets weirder, all right? So uh, someone asked if it's an African giraffe or a South American giraffe, and someone pointed out there's no such thing as a South American giraffe, and then they used some expletives to call the person some names. We're not going to do live. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, They asked if the neck bends. Uh, the answer is, depends on how hard you pull on it. That's what the company said? <laughs> that, that is what the answer says. The so some people says, uh, five-star review, okay? Number one, five-star review. I ordered a big-ass giraffe, and sure enough, I got a big-ass giraffe. <sighs> Solid. Stoked. Uh, this guy titled his, Alan's Giraffe, in which he wrote, My name is Alan, and I bought a giraffe. <laughs> Hello, Alan. That's his review. My name is Alan, and I bought a giraffe. Uh, Tony's curious. not so thrilled. Uh, he says, it's not life-sized. It's uh, eight feet. Normal giraffes are 14 to 20 feet. This is more like a life-size baby giraffe. Just say so.
1: Uh, Tony seems upset with a lot of things. He doesn't even have a
2: picture. Nope. Nope. It, oh, wow. This, this woman, uh, Bent Bird, says, uh, bring the zoo home to you. This will complete my home of life-size stuffed animals. <laughs> All I need now is a hippocampus. Can
1: we is there a way we can look at those names and message her?
2: Oh man, she has a stuffed animal zoo at her house.
1: I want to I want to see that. Just pictures, I don't need to go there.
2: Oh, she lives in Florida. Yeah, that makes sense. Good. Right? You know, can you reply to their reviews? I mean, t- yeah. Did you want me to send a reply directly to Bumper?
1: Yeah, just send her my email and tell her I want pictures of this zoo. That's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, because it's safer that way. She can hack my... Oh,
2: no, I can just tell her it's helpful or not.
1: Oh, definitely helpful.
2: Or I can report abuse. Do you Rep- think the animals are yeah. being abused?
1: <laughs> report both.
2: <laughs> helpful, can I say this was helpful? And also but abusive. But I don't think you're taking care of those animals. Yeah. All right, here it comes. Well, it could be a fire hazard, too, you know? It
1: probably is definitely a fire hazard. Depending, Unless she has them staged in her yard, you know? Yeah. That would probably be what I'd do.
2: This review is, and all of the kids made fun of me. Oh. Are you you ready for this? Yeah, who wrote this review? Josie (laughs) DeLoo. I'm pretty sure I pronounced that right. (laughs) Alright, this is a doozy. Are you ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Oh, she wrote a lot. Wow. I bought this giraffe because I needed a place to keep my gun. Oh. <laughs> Already off to How it. How big is that gun? Off with a bang. Josie's packing heat. Man. Okay. And wow, what a choice. A giant giraffe. You're hiding your gun in a giant <laughs> in a, giraffe. Well,
1: no, you're hiding your gun in a fucking
2: stuffed animal. A giant fucking stuff. Cuz why did she have to hide it from And her... let's not call it a fucking stuffed animal cuz I think those exist and that's not what this toy is meant to do. Mm. No, okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I bought this giraffe because I needed a place to store my gun. Copy that. Okay. Once go. the giraffe came, I made a hole in its stomach to take it... out some stuffing to put the gun in. When blood came pouring out. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh my god. I should have read this first. I immediately called an ambulance, which then led to my arrest of a phony phone call. I argued that I panicked, but for that they sent me to a kids' juvenile camp, even though I'm a grown adult, and all of the kids made fun of me. They called me things like Mustache Cat because I grew a mustache just like the picture of a cat that was hanging in the boys' locker room. Oh, they actually pictured the cat down below.
1: Oh my God, yeah, with the little, this white, cute little white, white mustache. mustache. Yeah, oh, on a
2: black cat. That's cute. That's adorable. Uh, notice how I said boys' locker room instead of men's locker room. This camp was made for bad boys. I was neither bad or a boy. Anyway, after I got home from camp, I was devastated. The giraffe cost me so much money, I didn't have enough money to pay the bills. Then, I got scarlet fever and died. Do not buy this giraffe. You'll die. (laughs) Holy. I mean, I don't know how Jewel wrote. That... Now, it's Jewel, like... Post-death? J-E-W artist? Josie De
1: DeLue. Now, okay, it's also...
2: I mean... I'm. It looks like she's a gopher eating a pickle.
1: But she went to a boys' juvenile hall and grew a mustache.
2: I would like to assume... Well, and her ghost is writing this because she died. Oh, true. Prior to that. Well, maybe she... Yeah, how did she tell that story? I mean, there's ghost riders. That's true. Yeah, Drake talks that's a, about that. That's a thing. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it's, it's a hell of a ride. What What if we try one of uh one of my new segments I like to call Snapple Facts?
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah, you want to give I that think a I shot? I I can guess where this is going.
2: Can you, though?
1: Well, I didn't see any Snapple in the fridge, so I'm curious, but...
2: I'm gonna have to go digital for this round.
1: Okay, we don't actually get to drink as many Snapple I mean, as we can. I mean, we
2: can open something if you. Yeah, you know what? Let's open a Snapple. Uh, they come in this new style. Oh. Six, yeah. 16 ounce craft Snapple. <laughs> yeah, but they're good. Uh, this is Snapple Facts. Come on down and learn something <laughs> Snapple Facts.
1: 3% juice.
2: If that is
1: Snapple Facts, you can even get it in diet.
2: You shouldn't though. But try it. Yeah, why not try it? <laughs> Snapple Facts.
1: Snapple Facts!
2: Welcome to Snapple Facts, everybody. Uh, I had a big one for you today. Ooh. Uh, yeah, with COVID going on and all of the speaking of that mask wearing and all of the germy Burmese and all of this stuff, I thought it would be fun to do a Snapple fact about germs. Okay, you ready? Are you making this up, or is this are they real Snapple facts? I've learned them. <laughs> They're in my noggin.
1: I don't know if I trust this at all, but okay.
2: You ready for this? Because I'm gonna use these facts out in public now. You know, like when you sneeze. No, th- they're real. They are real. I read. I can cross-reference. And I you. retained. Okay, I might cross-reference you. Never. No, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> you know when uh, when something gets up in your, you know something gets nasal up, cavity. There it is. Mm-hmm. And then you expel it. You sneeze. They call that a sneeze. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. very good. A sneeze. Sends particles, germs, and spit at 100 miles an hour on average out of your face.
1: Four, oh, one. <clears throat> Do they clarify? Just keep going. I'll ask questions at the end.
2: Okay. 100 miles per hour and it shoots, Shirts. Shirts. Okay. It shirts 100,000 germs per sneeze. Every time it's 100,000? Every time. Wow. And this, these are averages. Okay. 100 miles an hour. So if I looked at you right now and sneezed in your face, 100 miles an hour, I would shoot 100,000 100, germ germs. particles into your face. So say it was COVID, I would just like, blast your fucking face. But not all of those germs are COVID. No. Okay. They're all sorts of different germs. Yeah, that you've picked up. Good germs, bad germs, dirt germs, boogie germs, mm-hmm. you know, band camp germs, all the germs. Do they give a distance of when that hundred mile per hour range stops? Or is that just initial, I mean that distance we've found out thanks to COVID is about six feet. Hmm, That makes sense. Yeah. That's how (laughs) we get that super arbitrary number. That's six feet is when I sneeze six feet, hundred miles an hour, hundred thousand germs go six feet out. So everything in this area, that was a fake sneeze for the most part. But now this whole fucking area is just drenched in my germy germs. Uh-huh. All over it. Just wriggling and biggling. and so when you think about,
1: I don't know why this came into my head, but you think about how lysol says kills 99.9 or 99% of germs, if there's a hundred thousand germs per sneeze. per sneeze, that .1 or .01, That could be, that's a lot of germs. Everybody's putting out 100,000 germs. And we're not
2: even talking about like coughing, talking, spitting, breathing. Like a sneeze is just the most forceful version. You're expelling, you're constantly expelling. Like you've already ruined my house. I'm going to have to burn it down after this. (laughs) (laughs) It's just constantly expelling. This has not been a fun uh, segment. (laughs) but but it's it's been really educational right so we can even dive a little deeper here because i have a few more for you so we'll try we'll try another one okay we'll just like cleanse cleanse the germy palate with that one number two uh when you're born you have exactly one pint of blood in your body so you are a beer you're yeah Do we have another caller?
1: Yeah, it's a a scam call, too. Oh, perfect.
2: Here we go. We have another caller, guys. This is really exciting. Here Uh, we go. Hello? Hello?
1: Hello, hi. Who am I speaking with?
3: Uh, This is uh, Max. Uh, Is this Austin?
1: No, it's not. Sorry.
3: Oh, sorry. I must have the wrong number.
1: Oh, maybe so. Uh,
2: Who are you calling from?
3: Uh, I'm calling from the, the San Mateo.
2: The San Mateo? Is that a business?
3: No, it's a, it's a, it's a town, it's just, so this isn't Austin who does welding, right?
1: Oh yeah, no, no, you got the right guy then. Okay, yeah, yeah, you got the right guy. I thought, you're ta- I thought you said Osquin.
3: Nope, Austin. <laughs>
1: yeah, how's it going?
3: Good. Uh, we had a, a guy, Matt, a friend of a friend, recommend you. Uh, oh. We need some welding done. Oh, so. very
1: good, yeah, what are you looking for?
3: Uh, we've got an oven that we need fixing up.
1: Okay, what's and- going on? what's going on with it?
3: Well, we we need a little more than just to to fix it up. We're adding a, a conveyor feature to the oven, and so we've got some some things we need to to weld onto the sidewalls of uh, of the oven itself. It's eh, two millimeter stainless, and I have a lot of experience welding in the past, but it's all been mild steel, and I don't really have the equipment to do stainless. So
1: gotcha, gotcha. Uh, okay, yeah. What's uh, let me? Is this your phone number right here?
3: Uh, this is
1: uh,
3: I think this is through my coworker uh, Alex. Uh, Alex and Max, a lot of exes, um, but uh, yeah, I think this is Alex's phone.
1: Okay, cool. I'll, oh, I'll save this number uh, and then I will shoot you guys a text with my email, all my contact info. Awesome. And then let's work out a day to get together and I can come up there and look at it.
3: Okay, cool. Yeah. The issue is we can't really move it. So that's another thing is we're just a pain in the neck to figure out how to like get all the equipment here to do it here. Yeah, <laughs>
1: so. I, I have some tiny little welders that'll do the job. Awesome. Okay, great. Uh, look forward to uh, getting the information. Yeah, yeah, I'll send that to you by the end of the day today. All right, thanks, Austin. You're very welcome. And Max was your name? Yep. All right, perfect. Nice to meet you.
3: Yeah, you too. All right, mate.
1: Well, that was random. <laughs> I <laughs> okay. Thought I thought it was a scam call, but it was work.
2: <laughs> well, that was fun anyway. get to get a little, uh, you want to tell us more about how you're going to weld this oven? You have to look at it, but so it's an oven. Right.
1: It's made out of stainless steel. Which means that the oven has chromium in the steel, which makes it rust-resistant. Snapple facts. Snapple facts. Some people think it's rust-proof, but it's rust-resistant. Stainless can still rust.
2: Just, it takes longer. It
1: takes longer, and it's harder.
2: It's harder, so it's harder for it to get in there.
1: But it will surface rust, especially. We won't get into science today. That's for...
2: That's for Science Friday.
1: Yeah, that's for one of my Bill Nye segments. When
2: Ira Glass comes on.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll also get Bill Nye on here.
2: Oh, that's going to be a big poll.
1: Yeah. It's going to be tough, but I feel like if I send him a video of me burning a globe, he'll be in.
2: Yeah, I feel like he already has a video of that, he, but he does. That's what I'm thinking.
1: He'll be like, hey, this guy gets
2: it. He's <laughs> just <laughs> going to like buddy buddy it. Yeah, buddy buddy. He yeah, had the two guys on the planet who burned a globe.
1: Um, So I'm going to drive to San Mateo and weld somebody I don't know's oven.
2: Well, that was exciting. Yeah. Thanks, Matt. It's back to Snapple facts. Yeah, I'm in. Let's go. Here we go. One pint of blood is what you're born with. One beer's worth of blood is what you're born with. And uh, honestly, like when you go to the hospital and you have to get like blood tests done, they take one to three pints of blood. They drain a baby out of you. Not as a baby. No, but if what I'm saying is as an adult, (laughs) they drain a baby's worth of blood out of you to test. A pint? They take a pint? Yeah, they took a pint from me. They don't take a pint from you?
1: I've never had a blood test.
2: You gotta go get <laughs> looked
1: at. I have no... I probably have created my own STD at this point.
2: I mean, that could be exciting for Science Friday.
1: But anyways, back to Snapple facts. My facts are... <sighs> scary.
2: Okay. Um, I was gonna say, as an adult, you have about four to five quarts of blood in your body at any given time. And obviously you're, you know, pumping, pumping, pumping. Uh, circulating, doing all that jazz, but uh, yeah, you're born with just one one single pint. So if you get, you know, if you uh, get a nosebleed as a baby, it, it ain't good. Yeah, you sh- literally shrivel up like a raisin. That's a snapple effect.
1: And this may seem like a silly question, but your body can't create more blood. I mean, it has to, right? Yeah, I think it has to. It has to. If they're pulling that much blood out of you, they must assume because they can't just take blood tests your whole life and be like, well. <laughs> You're only a your, quarter way
2: full, but you'll be okay. Your body definitely makes blood. Uh, that's what red blood cells do to completely replace... So, like, every, everything's stardust, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's... You stardust? Like, stardust. Mm-hmm. Like, your cells are different every seven years. So you're basically a completely different cellular concept in seven years. You knew that? Snapple fact.
1: Yeah, that's what they say, like, for smokers. It takes seven years for your lungs to completely regenerate if you stop.
2: Right. Ish. Ish. ish, And you can do some long-term damage that'll hurt things. Yeah. And maybe. From. Maybe. maybe keep things from regenerating. <clears throat> but. But. Uh, within 48 hours you've replaced a certain amount of blood. In four to eight weeks you have completely new blood. <laughs> so. Completely new blood. So if you wanted to like get a job say doing. Well for you let's just say get a job.
1: Okay, yeah, that's hard
2: to do. Right. If you wait 48 weeks and you don't do anything crazy with your blood, you don't pass any blood tests on the goddamn planet. But that means two months of sobriety. Not happening. Yeah, that's me either. Anyway, that was interesting. Eight Snapple drinks will make you fat. (laughs) Science.
1: (laughs) I mean... I learned a fun fact too, which plays into that. <clears throat> you, I'm not, the numbering, don't quote me on the numbering, but apparently you burn 60 something, so, some odd calories every time you fart. 60 calories a fart? So if you farted, they did some math. It was something like if you farted 60, 70 times a day, you would literally burn a pound of fat.
2: Damn. <laughs> yeah.
1: I, I. That's why I haven't gained or lost weight. Because I've been sitting there eating.
2: And just farting it right back out again.
1: Continuously moving that air through my body. And those contractions have kept me at this perfect... I'd like to call it a... Uh, I'd like to call it a aggressive dad bod.
2: Aggressive dad bod? Yeah. Is in the sort of dad who would take your parking spot?
1: That <laughs> and... It's a, little, it's a little more than just a dad bod, you know? You're like, he's got a dad bod, but he also looks aggressive.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> so like a bad dad bod.
1: Yeah, bad dad.
2: Like Cobra Kai dad bod.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it's kind of, hmm. I don't know. I guess I'd call myself more of a, a barrel-esque dad bod. Barrel-esque. Mm-hmm. You know, I have those days where I'll look in the mirror and I'll be like, now that's a dad bod. And other days I'll look in the mirror and be like, you know, you're like, that, you're not skinny fat, because in no potential way am I skinny, but you don't look fat. I think that's
2: what a dad bod is, isn't it? That sounds <laughs> yeah. like the definition like of a dad hey, bod. Like, you yeah. used to be
1: in shape and now you're not. Yeah. Dad bod. But I'm not a dad, so what does that make me? Just a bod? But when people say, like, remember those commercials, the spray? It looked like Windex. I'm like, I want your bod. Nice bod. Hot bod. Bod body spray. Remember that? Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. B-O-D bod. Yeah, bod. So that was like a compliment. So I wouldn't feel like you'd be like, I have a dad bod. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how... Some people like dad bods. Some people love dad A lot of... Actually, I've talked to many, many, many men and women, depending on their sexual preference. Well, that's not why I talked to them. But <laughs> 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 but, okay, I'm going to drink that one off. Uh, I've talked to many people who literally, they prefer the dad bod because they have their own body issues. Which means the right, dad bod... They don't bod, want competition. They don't want to seem like they're an in- inferior
2: bod. All right. Uh, so you're going to do a segment for us, you said. Yeah, I have a brand new segment that I've... What's it called? Um, so it's called... Stupid Cupid. Stupid Cupid. Is that when you wanted sounds? Um, No, Did not yet. Did you want to like... Not yet. I want to explain okay. what's going on. Great. S- I think that's a great idea. So,
1: Stupid Cupid, the way this is going to work out. I am going... I invite one special guest. We had one, Drive, whom we talked to earlier. Mr. Matthew. You guys might know him. Matthew Gorski. If drove, we don't edit
2: that out. If
1: we don't edit that out. <laughs> which we probably will. we we'll have to do all this. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> Uh, so, Matthew Gorski, we talked to him earlier, drove down here for this interview for being on Stupid Cupid. Did so he know he was on Stupid he Cupid? He had no idea, which is part of, and the other person has no idea either. So, Matt walked into this blind thinking he was just going to come in here, have fun, drink beer, and talk. Not true. He's getting grilled
2: on Stupid Cupid. Oh, <laughs> you like that.
1: let's get after it so i am going to call one of my other single friends and we're gonna see how compatible these two are even we're not really trying to set them up if sparks fly sparks fly but if they don't so be it we'll see what happens and we're just gonna hope that do you prefer a male or female partner Uh, definitely female definitely female okay so you're straight i'm a straight male Okay, Matthew Gorski
2: 32 years old, 31, 31. 31, 31 old. 32 don't pretty age soon. Age him
1: up. Pretty soon. March pretty soon, yeah. Yeah. Less than a month. Less than a month. Do yeah, we yeah, get any month.
2: background on on your mystery? Let's actually not, no, let's, let's leave it let's a mystery. Not, yeah, let's leave that a mystery cuz he's that a mystery. he's
1: more of the guinea pig here. They're more of the completely out of the loop. They also want, makes them a guinea pig. I don't pig, want him to way. be able to judge based on he may know This who they isn't
2: all. Tinder. This is stupid Cupid. Work song choice ever.
1: Let's see. Let's see if she's available for you. Fingers crossed.
2: We're, we're crossing them, by the way. Oh, God. This is like super exciting. I know.
1: If they don't answer, I have to hang up really fast so she doesn't know who I called.
2: Unless they have like a really fun voicemail. Oh, it's
1: just a call has been forward. Let's do it one more time. You're I just going to double call this person? Know,
2: like, now you're making this it's random urgent, no. hidden no, it's urgent. person no, it's urgent. seem desperate. You're making your... No, I'm desperate to play my game. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's actually what it does look like. It yeah. looks like you're desperate. And yeah. they don't know to play neither a game. of them.
1: Just... Neither of them know.
2: This has been going really well so far.
1: Your call has oh been forwarded.
2: God. You have another one lined up? Uh, no. Of course you do.
1: <laughs> oh, she just texted. Did she uh, texted? Yeah. Uh, there's some people in here. I need a few, so we'll call her back in a few minutes. As after that, well, let's uh, let's get some background on Mr. Gorski for.
2: Okay. Us while I yeah, let's do a background. While segment. I find someone who will answer their phone. Okay, I guess I'm gonna do the background segment while he yeah, just tunes out. Yeah, you know him out. too.
1: Yeah. All right, let's, oh, yeah.
2: we, we already got, you're a straight male. Yes. You're 31 years old. I am 31 years old. You're a chef. I am a chef. And where are you working currently?
0: Bodega Bay Lodge.
2: Bodega Bay Lodge, what's that like? It's nice.
0: Oh, I got one. It's definitely mellow. It's got some good
2: food. Well, everything's mellow with COVID, right? <laughs>
0: Everything, yeah. Well, we've been fully booked, though.
2: No, no. I've, I've How just... does fully booked work? Are you doing outdoor dining? Are you doing indoor dining? So what's we're doing, doing outdoor
0: dining, and we're also doing room service. So the room service tickets come in and we get like probably 60 orders, 70 orders a night from room service. And then we'll probably do 25 to 30 outside.
1: Have you thought of escorting?
0: I have. As actually. part of your room service? I have. I thought I might find myself a nice cougar. I was going to try to be a Is that player. how
2: you're writing? Because we heard, okay, and I think we we brought this up in your uh, in your phone interview, that you're writing a book, Food and Romance. What was the title that- of that book? Do we have a working title? Uh,
0: we, we have a working title right now. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just burned 60 calories. <laughs> yeah. That was two, so maybe like closer yeah, to was like that was probably a good 110.
1: Yeah, I'm sorry, by the
2: way. Uh, sorry, your working title is what?
1: Uh, so We don't have one right now, but it's basically
0: how to get... You don't have a job title? <laughs> no, working, a working, title. <laughs> working you been, title.
2: You've been farting into the mic this time. Yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: for the book. <laughs> Whew,
2: uh, so that's... right now we're trying to work on name, basically on
0: how to get a significant partner, whoever to cook them dinner, and how to get them to... You have a you have have a
1: co-conspirator in this, right? I do, I do. I have my father. Who is? Mr. Raymond Gorski. What's his middle name? Raymond
2: Allen Gorski. Lynn. <laughs> yeah, Lynn. <laughs> <laughs> no, so this is cool. So, I mean, you're... is. What what is your dad bringing to the table? I guess in in this book writing so, thing.
0: So he knows a publishing company. He knows a person who owns a publishing company in New York.
2: So you're using him.
0: He's yeah, and he's using me to basically make retirement, so he can just relax and not have to work
2: anymore. Okay, and so is he like building on his years of experience with with he, he his has to write for wife?
1: Newspapers. So he's a journalist. He's a journalist. He also, in my experience, I've slept many a night in Raymond's bed. Does so he smells nice? What's yeah, your experience? As Is weird your- as that may be, uh, you know, the Gorskis go out of town. That's the bed I usually pick. You rob their house in the middle of the night. <laughs> you no, know, no, just the bed. Details don't matter. However, one night I decided to go through the nightstands
2: that were there. <laughs> Abundantly <laughs> creepy? Okay.
1: Yeah, just because, you know, you could learn a lot from somebody by what's in their nightstand. What do you need to have access so bad that's right next to your bed?
2: Here's a new segment called What's in Ray's <laughs> Nightstand. <laughs>
1: it's true. It, what do what, what we got working on? So on the th- most prominent thing, which I think pertains to this book, is that there were, like, encyclopedias worth of Kama Sutro books. Okay. Lube, condoms. Condoms still? Various amounts of... I don't think of, he needs those anymore. I know he got snipped. Various amounts of pills... I don't... God knows what else was in there. I forget. I just know the Kama Sutra books came out.
2: I was studying that night. There's also one in our family room. Oh. There is. I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah they keep one right up there for everybody to read. Your position of the day today is... So So I guess I, I want to get a better handle on what this book exactly... So in theory, this book is How to Cook Your Lover, or Your Soon-to-Be Lover... Dinner and then breakfast in the morning. Is there? Are we gonna write about the in between segment, or it's just getting to that part?
0: It's just getting to that port part and how to do the next morning as well. So like how to if you're if you're cooking dinner that night, basically on not there's not gonna be anything too expensive in there. And no, we're not doing caviar and all that kind of stuff. It's gonna be more affordable, okay. kind of affordable food that you can cook and make nice and impress somebody with. And we're also going to do pairings. There's going to be a beer pairing section and a wine pairing section.
2: And an orange juice pairing section? Maybe. For or you. maybe mimosa?
0: Maybe. Mimosa kind of counts with wine, though. Well, I think cocktails. I will suppose. Be, cocktails will cocktails be Cocktails. I think we're going to do some mocktails as well for the non-alcoholic crew.
2: I like that. I'm yeah. just getting everybody in. So can you give me, I guess, like an ex- example um, menu? Like, so, and are we, we're assuming you're taking this girl f- or boy... Or whatever from from I mean the date's gonna be at the house, I'm yeah. assuming, for so, the dinner to be cooked, right? So exactly. you're gonna invite them over, cook them a meal that makes them want to stay the night, and then cook them a breakfast in the morning that makes them then assuming want that to this stay person's the rest of the week. Already
1: comfortable coming to your house.
2: Yeah.
0: Basically, how to impress somebody with being able to cook food for somebody who never maybe has never cooked
1: food.
2: So before. this is like a date two or three, and typically. Yeah. and
1: or you're saying it's an economically budgeted budgeted type of meal. Yeah. So it's something for somebody on, say, my pay grade. Probably
2: can more cook, like a normal person's pay grade, but yeah, uh,
1: I, I mean, think that's. Well, he's saying economical. I'm economical. Yeah. I can, you know, you're I an can, economical night. I could go but. to the Gorski's house and steal some food out of the fridge and make something nice. But That's if I true. want to have a date over to my roommate's house,
2: you'll have to make the trip to Gorski's house earlier in the my, week. My to steal roommates food. have <laughs> lots of pictures
1: of you and I up on the walls and stuff. It's weird. Yeah, but, but it's, it's it's okay. But I feel like it's also something where someone like me could have somebody who is cultured, loves their food, knows their way around a kitchen. You could spend very little money and still impress them with something simpler.
2: And you're you're also saying. Like somebody like me, who's obviously not a trained chef, could work off this menu that you created and impress someone with it. Yeah, most definitely. And is this including like uh, the little, what do you call the little flowers on the side? Is that, Garnish. The, the garnishes. This is yeah. full garnished. Full meals. Full so
1: meals. what is your dad's portion in this then? He's, we already figured he's getting the a editor. No, not his end goal. <laughs> What's his like? What is he adding? He's adding the situational, like, uh, yeah. So he's gonna help, kind of like, fluff it out a little bit.
0: So he's gonna, he's gonna be the editor because God knows I can't spell. Um, so he's gonna be. I think everybody knows he can't spell. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> so he'll 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 make the, the you know I'll write all the recipes,
1: and he'll kind of fill in some dialogue. Okay, now have you thought? Here's how. So. We've been talking about
2: love. Is that what that was?
1: <laughs> that's Well, that's a good... It's a good initiation into how awkward it is to try and meet people.
2: Yeah. Oh, so this was supposed to be a metaphor? It's... The whole show is a metaphor. For... We're going to edit in something when you think of something inspirational. Okay,
1: yeah, something inspirational. Yeah. Uh, well, it just... I mean, it also goes to show that having friends sometimes... That was good,
2: because now we can later edit in that inspirational yeah, thing you are about yeah. to say.
1: So, it also goes that, to show that... That's why I'm repeating it. It also goes to show... There it is. That have... Sorry, sorry. Watch this. It also goes to show... Bam! So easy to edit that. That's going to be the best. It also goes to show that... <laughs> Having friends, sometimes, if you're good friends with somebody... You fuck. Sometimes.
2: <laughs> is that, okay. Sometimes, I, I, maybe right. I misread some cues. There.
1: I've had that happen, and it hasn't ruined friendships, and it's been great. It's not a big deal. Sometimes, getting to that point with somebody, you have to know that that's not an option, or it is, whatever, to progress in your friendship. Maybe. It depends on the people. But having friends, as I was saying, you know that you trust that friend, so you trust that the person they are trying to set you up with is a person of
2: interest for them so you're saying that love is love is love is love
1: no i'm saying i'm trustworthy oh, <laughs> oh okay Got you're it. saying that you should be
2: doing this segment
1: <laughs> i'm two for two during covid setting people up yeah so I've, I've, now, i as now, in they both is...
2: have covid or no no <laughs> I'm not setting
1: people up with covid yeah setting people up romantically no i have a question for you though i she answered daily she, double
0: she may <laughs> she, she probably lives here
1: i can't tell you any of that i know and i live northern you know what though? Is driving love a problem? I mean, love knows today. no distance. That's true. That's
2: true. I mean, love knows some distance.
0: That's when, like, if you can't hook up all the time, like, a new girl like, comes. let's just
2: say, no. love knows no distance, right? And I'm dating a girl who, let's say, let's just say that Elon inhabits Mars, okay, and he brings some people up there, and there is just a fucking delightful little Here. Maybe. Uh, uh, let's assume. Let's assume person up there, right?
1: Let's assume she has freckles or he. Let's. Yeah.
2: So, distance is sort of a problem because my commute from Earth to Mars is what? I mean, seven years ish? I think they do it in light years. Yeah, wouldn't but it, that be could like... be really bad for my skin. <laughs> that could be bad for your skin. But technically.
1: <laughs> Depending on which direction Mars is from the Earth, wouldn't you travel back in time to visit them so you wouldn't lose
2: any time? No, I think they would lose time waiting for me, and I don't think that's how that works.
1: But they're on Mars, and they do not have options.
2: They have Mars options?
1: Which are oh, did they age slower? On you Mars? think
2: I'm like dating Matt Damon? Like, I'm just going, <laughs> like, he's just shitting his own vegetables up there and waiting for me for seven years to get up there for date one. In which I hope to god the books out, mm-hmm. and I know how to make sure I can stay in his Mars igloo and cook him dinner and then stay for breakfast in the morning. Because if I have to sleep outside, that's gonna be a brutal first date. Yeah, freeze dried dinner. Jesus Christ. <laughs> It's still going to be shit potatoes either way, but that dude's brilliant. Matt Damon? I, and not, not a lot of freckles, but i date him.
1: Matt Damon? Yeah.
2: Still. Like, as in like today right now? Yeah. I mean, he's got personal trainers. If he's on Mars, there's low gravity. I bet he's...
0: Isn't low gravity bad for working out, though? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it makes a yeah, life. You that's get, a good
2: point. going to be, and seven years to get there, he, he might be, lose bone density, He could too. be Jabba the Hutt by the time we... Let me just look up what he looks like.
0: I've right heard now. if you go to space for too long, there's no gravity, you lose bone density. When you come back, you just, like, fall apart.
2: I don't really? know if you, like, fall apart so much as just be really frail. But, but if you're
0: up there for so
2: long... Is anyone... Guy still looks great. Yeah, he looks good? Yeah. This guy still uh, looks great. yeah, yeah. Oh uh, yeah. No, definitely. we're in. All right. Great. Seven years. Fine. You know what? Love knows no. What was it? Distance.
1: Yeah. It's. I think the correct terminology is love knows no one.
2: Love knows no bounds. L- love is just oblivious to all. So love doesn't
1: know who they're loving. Love,
2: love just knows that they're love. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. The, that's, 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 it. that's the quote. I believe that was T. S. Eliot. <laughs> Well, I, I think that's going to do it for us. Uh, I'm going to just cut us off right there. So, thank you so much for being here. Thank you, guys. It has been it has been real. It has been fun.
1: It has been hard to listen to.
2: It, it definitely sure.
1: It has been especially hard because of Matt Gorski.
2: I'm going to keep just. Add into the volume until you're gone. I
1: just don't want to listen to him ever again on this podcast. But I love that guy so much, so I just (laughs) want to give a big shout out to Matt Gorski and want him to know that I care about him so much, but never talk again on the radio. Thank you.
2: You can uh, find more about us on uh, featuring Jeff Goldblum at featjeffgoldblum.com.
1: Spotify, Facebook,
2: Apple Podcasts,
1: Instagram.
2: Anywhere that you like. I don't believe we have an Instagram, actually. <laughs> I don't. We can work on that. Anywhere that you find podcasts, or anywhere that you think about Apple music, podcasts.
1: Apple Music, Apple TV, Tell Netflix. your friends. Yeah, Netflix? Disney Plus.
2: <laughs> Great. Man, this is better than I thought it was going to be. All right, thank you so much, everybody. It is... It, here we are. And here we go. It's gone. Here we go. Bye. We, we love you.
1: Bye-bye.
3: Stop <laughs> it.